stimulus checks are on the way as a mutation is locking down the UK. What does it all mean for the investors? Well, today on Dumb Money, we're going to sort it all out, filter through the noise, decide what to do with our portfolio as Infection 2.0 meets Stimulus 2.0. This is Dumb Money Live with Chris Camillo, Dave Hansen, and Jordan McLean. Streaming live on YouTube, we are Dumb Money. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to the show. One small favor to ask if you guys haven't done it already, look for the little thumb and destroy it. Chris, Jordan, let's let's get the show started with what trades have you made? Have you made any trades today? I, I'll tell you that I have not done anything uh, to my portfolio this morning. I'm staring down some Sabre. I'm like, it's down a couple percent. I don't know. Maybe we'll pick some of that up. I bought me some Chargeport, okay? SBE. I tweeted about it this weekend. It's, it's you know, it's not high conviction. I want to talk about it during another episode this week. But yeah, Chargeport is a trade on Biden reaffirming that he is going to somehow get half a million charging stations in America. I think we're at like 20 or 30,000 right now, right? So Chargeport is like the largest by far. I think they have like 70% of the charging EV charging market. It's not a super exciting company. You know, they sell hardware. How exciting can that get? But does it really matter if we're going to be talking about this for the next two years? I mean, it's a SPAC, right? SPAC, it's coming together quickly. Evaluation, you could rip it apart all day long, just like all these other SPACs. And EV anything, you could rip the valuation apart. But one and a half billion dollar valuation for uh, it's basically a charging hardware Mm -hmm. manufacturer, right? Yeah. Yeah, listen, Dave, I, the same for much in the same reason I, you know, I went in on our uh, psychedelic stocks. I, I feel like this is a storyline that we'll hear more and more and more about over the next over the coming months and, you know, next one to two years. Uh, I, at some point, people are going to shake out the valuation and fight over it and the short sellers will come in. But, you know, for me, it's a social arb trade on what I anticipate to be a larger and larger volume of conversation around charging stations. Not sexy, but I think it's going to happen, and I wanted to have exposure. So I bought the biggest in the sector, right? There is there is another publicly traded company called Blink in the space. It's already superheated. These guys are the monster, though. Chargeport is the monster in this space. So we'll, we'll talk about that another episode. We'll definitely have to do an episode deep. about uh, this, this and basically all the EVs. And I know that, uh, is it tomorrow or Wednesday, we're going to be talking to an EV expert who happens to be like 11 or 12 years old or something. So <laughs> No joke. No joke. Yeah. The kid knows stuff. Knows his stuff. By the way, uh, I'm I'm conflicted at, of for what episode to do tomorrow. We have a bunch of high conviction reports in Discord. If you guys have any opinions on what episode you want to see tomorrow, let us know right now. Um, just you know, throw the tickers up there. If you if you're passionate about really wanting to dive in, don't don't just throw random tickers. If you really think they would make make a quality episode tomorrow, we have an open day. Maybe a um, ticker and why. why why that should be yeah. why that should be yeah. something that we dedicated an entire episode. Too. Yeah, uh, uh, agree. Because there's a lot of a uh, lot of stuff that we're, is being discussed in Discord. And I just can't make up my mind what to focus on for tomorrow's show. Right. So I do know what to focus on for today's show, though, guys. Um, we got two things going on right now, and they're at odds with each other. Yep. And I've been thinking about this for the 24 hours since this whole virus strain news is announced. I mean, w- w- let's just talk about the virus strain first, or the lack of one, or the hype, or the mass hysteria, or the made-up fake news, 
or the real news. I mean, just well, we know we know that there is the an additional right. So I think they've actually. I mean, they've they've got some evidence that there is a new strain. Yeah, they've given it you know some crazy you know acronym name. Um, and it's causing. I mean, whether it's you know more damaging or not, we don't really know. Um, but it is causing more shutdowns across you know UK and travel restrictions and all of these things. So I mean, it, it is having a real impact. It's a strain though. I believe was first detected way way back in yep. April or May and that they kind of knew about and they've been watching and you know it's all kind of all of a sudden there's a lot of new strains that are that are kind of coming to coming to light but science is known about for a while right yeah now i thought this one was first discovered in like september but you know the you you know there's so many theories here first of all um to what to what extent is this new strain and it's actually like what 17 variations in the virus that 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 make up this new strain to what extent is this even causing or not causing the bump in infection rate that is a huge question and there's been a lot of kind of opinion on that the past i don't know 12 to 18 hours i think it's what's fascinating guys there's a theory that the only reason why the uk is even picking up this strain and other countries aren't is because they have the ability uh to test for these new strains quicker and have a more robust uh medical facilities for doing this type of stuff and budgets for this other countries supposedly potentially have just as much of this new strain but just haven't picked it up so it kind of looks like they discovered something when in reality maybe it's not specific to the uk and it really doesn't cause an increase in infection rate in fact i think a lot of scientists right now are asking show us the data that even shows that this thing increases infection rate because we think you're fitting data right now we think you're just taking something uh two things that are happening in the uk we saw a bump right if you pull up the uk uh, infection rate we, we saw a bump then we saw it started to come down for a couple weeks and then it just skyrocketed again um and we you know there's a theory that they're seeing that and then they're all they also found this new strain and they're just tying the two together without any proof so they haven't showed us the proof yet um so this thing might be a big nothing guys literally a big nothing yeah, look, I mean, these things, these things mutate. And but and what's interesting, though, is that since we've shut down international travel for the most part, I mean, you know, to, for, for the greatest extent, I mean, these things can just propagate in isolation. So you could have a, a certain strain take off in one country and not the other. So it's, I mean, it's possible. It, it, it is. It, it's possible. And then the bigger question, of course, is to what extent um, will this strain uh, affect the uh, or impact, negatively impact the efficacy of the two um, lead vaccines that are out right now, Moderna yeah. and uh, Pfizer. So I think most, if not everyone who is looking at that data, uh, who understands how these specific sort of mRNA vaccines work, uh, has come out and said that it should not. It should not impact the efficacy of either of those vaccines. Um, I haven't found a single person that says it is likely to impact those vaccines. Does it mean it's possible? It, it, it's possible, right? And I think right now, I think we'll find out in the next two days, uh, two to three days, based on statistical um, computer uh, you know, calculations of this new strain, we'll have data to show the likelihood that it would 
would negatively impact the efficacy of these vaccines. And if that's the case, we'll have that data in two days, three days. That's something to keep an eye on as investors. So like we talked about as social arb investors, we run scenarios and we try to prepare our mind for those scenarios. So we have to understand that in the next two to three days, there's a scenario where that data comes out and says, hey, this might actually impact the efficacy of the vaccine. That would be a disaster, guys, for the market. Now, there's also an, a scenario where that data comes out and says it's not like, right? And that would be a plus for the market, but not probably not not as good for the market as it would be bad if they came out and said it will negatively impact the efficacy for those vaccines. Because, because now, essentially, that, everyone I've seen on, you know, talking head television has said that because, because we know how viruses in the past have worked, we are not expecting this to have had, you know, enough mutation to uh, to actually cause an impact in the effectiveness of the vaccine, right? It's, it's yeah, as long as what they historically the know about viruses. In the same way, it works off of that spike, pro, spike protein that we've all heard about. And so as long as the virus still behaves the same way with that spike protein, as, as long as that protein hasn't changed, then the virus, basically what they're saying is that the, the vaccine should still work. And Jordan, I think it covers the entire spike protein. And that's yeah. kind of the concept behind the way these vaccines work. So even if there is a change to one element of it, which there appears to be with this strain, that should not impact the vaccine. It really shouldn't. And by the way, what's so nice about these vaccines is that they can be tweaked really, really easily, right? I mean, that's that's the big advantage of having this style of mRNA vaccine. Well, but Cam, I, I read an article that like, you know, that ba- the base um, mRNA uh, Moderna vaccine was developed in a handful of days. Um, the problem yeah. is that it takes like a, you know, a year and that's accelerated to be able to get the trials in place and all these things. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they can crank out the vaccine in no time, but then proving it safe and effective it would be takes bad. the time. It, it, it'd, be, it'd be bad. We're not saying it'd be good. It'd be, it'd be bad if it impacts it. If it's, if they come out and say that it, it, it that it could potentially impact the efficacy of the vaccines, then we will have to start testing that on uh, lab animals, right? And, and actually going through the testing to then see to what extent it, it is, has it impacted the efficacy. Uh, so that will take a little bit longer. That will probably take, I would imagine, many, many weeks uh, to accomplish. I'm going to tell you right now, guys, based on what I'm seeing, I am not concerned about that scenario. I'm just not. I'm not I think the bigger concern is that hospitals were already, you know, being pushed to the, the breaking point and, and countries around the world, right? There, yeah. There's just this rapid acceleration of cases. If you layer on top of that something that is 70% more infectious, even just 5% more infectious, it's it's just adding negative on top of negative, right? And so I, I, I that's, that's that what data, you need to be though. concerned about. That 70% number just, I, I don't know where they're getting it from. They haven't been able to show the data for it. It's really suspect. I would not be shocked in the next couple of days if that number gets shredded. Um, but again, may, may, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's true. Uh, even if it's, even if it's true, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see over the next couple days. It's not super concerning. I don't think for me, but it's a scenario that we have to be aware of. We have to prepare ourselves for. Yeah. Um, I think more important and that's what this episode is about is the other side of the equation. Uh, we got the stimulus that we were uh, thinking we were going to get right this Expecting weekend. Long, long time coming, but uh, nine hundred yeah. billion dollars, uh, which includes a second round of checks. Uh, that's probably still going to be weeks away before you actually get checks in uh, mailboxes or. They, they said maybe next week, Dave. 
Well, maybe it has to get approved, week. and they might have been a little more streamlined, but we know it took weeks the last time. Um, and <laughs> I it's, agree it, with you. It's essentially half of what uh, what it was the last time, so $600 a person for those making under 75000 So basically, a family of four uh, can expect $2,400. Uh, they extended the federal unemployment benefit of $300 for 11 more weeks. Uh, that would have affected 12 million Americans that were going to lose the benefits the day after Christmas. Yes, Chris, I see you raising your hand. Yeah, yeah. One thing on that note, it's actually not half. I know it seems like half, but you're receiving $600 per person where the last one was $1,200 per adult. Per adult. And $500 per kid. So, you know, if you have two adults and two kids, uh, you're getting $2,400 plus $1,200. So you're getting basically $3,600 where before, excuse me, I'm sorry, before you would have gotten 3600 this time you'll receive 2400 so it's not real it, for most families it probably comes out to about two-thirds ish yes. what you got before if you have a family of two kids two adults and two kids um so it's pretty hefty it's actually pretty hefty to get that cash and remember guys we're probably in a much better place today than we were when the first stimulus came out in terms of people's situation probably how they feel right about their jobs and the future with a vaccine here I think that has to be taken into account um, also we're getting like you said Dave that fed that fed $300 increase in unemployment on top of the state unemployment which is for three months not four months that, that the Democrats wanted but three months is still pretty solid right I mean that's like 90 days of juice right there that's it's good continuing Legit. juice it's not it's it's the juice that we've already seen so it's not new juice it's just continuing the juice for 11 more weeks. Yeah, yeah. And um, they've also uh, extended that eviction moratorium uh, through January 31st. You know, just pushing everything back just a little bit. Um, the $25 billion in rental assistance. They, uh, they're they extending the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, they're now uh, dedicating $12 billion for minority and very small, small businesses. Um, another $20 billion for uh, small business grants. $15 billion for live event venues like concerts and movie theaters. Uh, and then $20 billion to buy vaccines for people who can't afford it, $8 billion for vaccine distribution, $20 billion to states to help with uh, testing. So a lot of a lot of money. It's all tied to this multi-trillion dollar uh, funding package that is going to let our government continue to operate. Uh, $1.4 trillion that will fund federal agencies through September 30th. You know, that live venue segment, I was going to ping the uh, founders of the company we invested in, the Rustic, you know, that yeah. they have, uh, you know, it's. I wonder if they're labeled as a live venue. They're a restaurant chain here in Texas, and they are focused around live uh, events every day of the year. They have like, they're like a mini concert venue. I wonder if they can get some of that cash. I'm sure they, I'm gonna, sure they would I, I would qualify. I don't know how big or, or what the, you know, delineation is. But if a movie theater can get it, that's a commercial venue that has people gather indoors to do things. I would think that a concert, a restaurant that happens to have, you know, a thousand seat capacity for concerts would be similar. I would hope, I would think so, right? I'm just going to ping them just to make sure they're on top of that. But uh, they seem to be guys, pretty on top of everything. It's a well-run, well-run operation. But we're still waiting stuff. now, so the, the House and Senate and President all need to sign off on this deal. So, uh, have you have you heard anything? Is it's being debated as we speak? Um, Which, I have not heard. Why, why more debates? They've been talking <laughs> about this for eight months. 
That's how it rolls. It's what has to happen. I'm not concerned about, I mean, anything could happen here. Let's hope that with everything going on, especially with the new strain, right, and the stock market and the the, the continued worry that, 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 you know, helps push it over. Now... But the stock market is just like on edge. It it was down. It was down in uh, in Europe overnight. It was down here. It looks like it's coming back slightly here. There's just okay. these counteracting forces. Oh, also, just throw this into the mix. Tesla was added to the S&P 500 today. So there could be some selling of other stocks to make room for Tesla, although Tesla is also down because of the it was run up in anticipation. There's just there's a lot of big things happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get on that Tesla trade, too. You know, I'm out of I'm out of my big extra Tesla trade. I had a million dollars extra Tesla that I bought. I made about 180000 on that. I sold it. Uh, well, I love how beautifully that worked out. This That clean trade on the SP inclusion worked out great. I'm out of that. I still have my regular Tesla, but I do think that the Amazon trade I got into a couple weeks ago, uh, that monstrous, almost what, $8 million Amazon trade, uh, it's doing okay, but I think it would be doing better. Um, and I think it hopefully will do better uh, after today when we were we flush out this S&P trade because a lot of the money going to buy those Tesla shares was coming out of the other monster cap S&P companies like Apple and Amazon, right? So part of that Amazon trade, I didn't really discuss in detail, was hoping that after this happened, that would kind of alleviate some sell pressure and we would finally see the move that I've been waiting for in Amazon. We'll see if that actually materializes over the next couple of weeks, if the market can stabilize here. I think Amazon is still right this moment with everything going on it's it i think it's it's my favorite I, it's my favorite position here for the next couple of weeks guys like I, I really feel good about amazon you know going into the new year um and it's my biggest holding by far right now i do think today's episode you know stimulus versus i don't know new strain of, of this virus i think stimulus wins unless we get more information on the strain the next couple days from the data uh that's being run around the world that says that the strain would negatively impact impact the efficacy of the two vaccines. Uh, as long as that doesn't happen, I think the you know the big trade here has to be the stimulus. We had a whole episode on this last week. If you haven't seen it, watch our stimulus episode. Not that you want to trade what we trade because we're not financial advisors and we don't need a risk tolerance. This is about what we're trading and how we're thinking about the trade. Hopefully we can just spur some you know, you know, know new ways of thinking about this and you can make your own decisions. Um, but guys, Bitcoin was our big was one of our big trades, right? Of the stimulus. That's been going pretty well. I'm gonna stick with that. Uh by the way, I have an announcement to make. Okay. I know we were talking about this last week. What was it? Friday's episode uh, was on our miner versus Bitcoin. Um, I have an announcement to make. I made a decision to invest one hundred and fifty thousand dollars uh in the private Bitcoin mining company that we were evaluating. Uh that is a pre-IP company. Their plan is to IPO on the Canadian exchange in 100 days. I don't want to reveal the name of the company yet because I'm under an NDA, but uh, I will reveal that as soon as I can. I actually don't know if I'm under an NDA or not, but I don't want to I don't want to reveal it yet, guys. I know you're, you're out, right? Dave, Jordan, you're out because there were some, I don't want to go over the red flags. There were some red flags, um, but I was right on the exciting. border of in and out on that one. And if I was in, it was going to be a smaller amount. And I think their minimum was higher than I wanted to do. 
So yeah. that would that would put me on the outside. Hard pass. Hard pass. I, I understand it. I, I don't this is definitely not the type of investment that I would try to talk you guys into. Um for me, it's I it's the risk reward is worth it. Only because I wanted to have some additional levered uh allocation in Bitcoin and crypto. And I felt this was the best way for me to get it versus investing in more crypto or investing in a publicly traded miner because I believe I will get some natural multiple expansion when this company goes public, maybe a 3x multiple expansion just by them being a public company. So I like that aspect of it. I feel that Bitcoin doesn't need to go up. In fact, Bitcoin can come down to 18 bucks, 1800 bucks, not 18,000, excuse me. Bitcoin can come down to 18,000 and uh, that would be totally fine. I think that's where most of the projections are generated for this Bitcoin miner. Um, and I still have a shot at getting a nice two to four X out of that over the next, you know, six, six, 12 months, assuming they are, are able to go public and they don't do anything stupid. And Bitcoin just stays, I don't even want to call it stable, but in a range, right? In a range between 15,000 and, and, and 25,000. So I made that trade. I can't wait to tell you guys the name of the company. Uh, and we'll, we'll be following it over the next year. Now I lost the trade. Oh, Bitcoin. That was did one you, of did our- Did you see uh, Elon tweeting over the weekend about, uh, about Bitcoin and, you know, the continued thought that, you know, they just, they could just put all their cash in Bitcoin and do it. <laughs> have we, um, have we, have we seen the end of like rational thinking? Um, uh, I don't know. Listen, I don't know where this goes, where it ends. I don't know the roller coaster ride that we're on with Bitcoin. I just felt that I've seen enough that I want to have more exposure to it. Doesn't mean I believe in it more. It just means I want to have more exposure because I think that the conversation is going to continue around Bitcoin in 2021. All right. That 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 is my thesis. Uh, I think I know what I want to do tomorrow. By the way, guys, I think I know the episode. Can I just throw it out there? I throw it out there right now. Throw it out. I I, I want to do an episode tomorrow. Uh, on pre-IPO companies for 2021, okay? I'm looking at six different pre-IPO opportunities for 2021. Uh, I It looks like I am uh, getting allocation in one of those opportunities. I will know by end of day today. Uh, and I don't want to discuss any of them right now, but they're all really exciting. These are companies that if we work really hard, I think we could wedge our way into, guys. We might have to come up with like a few hundred thousand dollars, you know, to meet the minimums each time, but either through private share transactions transactions that we identify or going through one of the large kind of like the share post. What's the other one called, guys, Dave? Share post and uh there's Forge Global, there's Forge, uh Forge. Um there's the, there's the smaller micro ventures. Yeah. I so I I prefer to go direct when we can. And this first one I am <clears throat> able to go quasi direct through a broker. Uh but I want to try to get shares in about you know five or six uh, of these big late stage uh consumer centric pre-IPO companies that are all potentially likely to IPO in 2021. I think that is is the big trade for us if we can figure this out. Um, and I want to discuss that in an episode because, you know, people are always asking me, how do you get in these pre-IPO companies? I want to discuss the process. I want to discuss how I got into this one and how we're thinking about this in 2021 because I think IPOs will continue to be hot, hot, hot if they are the mega market-leading IPOs in space, right? In a space that Robinhood, newbie, right, investors understand. And that's and that's exactly the the ones that I'm looking at too. So I think that'll be a great episode tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just looking back Back at these uh, Elon tweets over the weekend. Ridiculous. Um, His tweets are ridiculous and nobody cares. He says no one- <laughs> Bitcoin is almost uh, as BS as fiat money. 
<laughs> you know why he said that? That, that after the racy photo that uh, that he posted. Because that was because that was totally crazy. Bitcoin uh, tempting him. Because Bitcoin is is Tesla's biggest competitor. That's why he says that. If there was one compete, who is who is competing for Tesla for market share money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's competing for Tesla money more than Bitcoin? Nobody. Yeah, for the, Nobody. For the product of the uh, for Tesla's biggest product. Elon has uh, updated his status on or his job title on Twitter. He is now the former CEO of Dogecoin. Doggy. Uh, Dog- is it that, Doggy? That f- well, it's uh, how do you say it? Doggy. Doggy. Well, it's it's basically a fake. I'm sure coin, we all right? will make fun of us here isn't in the comments. A, isn't it like can, a, how to pronounce it? <laughs> I'm sure they'll I, do it phonetically in the comments for us. <laughs> Uh, um, says Chris, can your dumb money viewers invest in pre-IPOs? Gordon asks. Well, you know that's a great question. Um, yeah, I, so so th- we'll talk about it tomorrow. But there are ways to invest. In fact, we I, we've had some we've had some people in the community invest through micro ventures at really small amounts because micro ventures will actually allow you to invest pretty small. Um, but we'll, we'll 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 discuss it all all tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it's de- it's definitely possible. Definitely possible. You just got to know how to wade through the, the vendors and how to make that happen. Um, so listen, that's Bitcoin's done, right, guys? But what else here now that we have the stimulus? And by the way, Jordan, I'm right with you, dude. I would be looking at my uh travel bounce back positions today, increasing them if yeah. I didn't already massively increase them. This is my timing. <laughs> if I didn't if I didn't do a big increase on Friday, so uh, and Thursday of last week. So I told you guys I started buying Spirit Air. Airline call options last week, and I've kind of just been adding, and I added some more, and now I have like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, one hundred seventy thousand dollars of them, and I think I probably lost fifty k in that so yeah. far. Uh, but you know, if it weren't for that, I would probably be adding, and I still might add a little bit more here. But uh, yeah, I mean, I feel I feel like this news, I don't know, eighty to ninety percent chance second this mutation news eventually blows over. If it doesn't, we're in trouble but if it yeah. does i think it's just you know it's an opportunity to continue to add to the recovery stocks right so that's yeah. that's what i'm looking at and by the way if this stimulus dave were in people's pockets even a week ago i'm thinking all product right product and bitcoin yes. and and, yes. and stock i'm still thinking bitcoin and stock but i'm also thinking now that it's not going to get in your pocket till the new year spring break right you gotta think it right spring break money yeah right little little, little travel money travel money yeah. No vaccine. I, so I had a talk with my um, with a family member yesterday, uh, one of my younger family members who is planning three different trips in 2021, uh, talking about when he can get the vaccine. He's like, when do you think I'll be able to get this vaccine? Because I want to plan my first trip like a month after I'm vaccinated. And these are all kind of global trips. And so I think that mindset is happening all over the place right now. And it's not even New Year's yet. I think once we yeah. get past New Year's, People are going to be thinking summer, you know, spring break and summer, right? I <laughs> think I you're go? right. And I know that for me, I'm so stir crazy about wanting to travel somewhere and planning that big European trip or somewhere that I'm actually going to be traveling over the next few weeks. Not I in an airplane, not not visiting people, staying away from people, but uh, yeah, traveling by van, van life for life. <laughs> big silver van. A Megan has talked me into coming with her to a horse show in Florida, and then um, perhaps just like touring around just, just, with no with no <laughs> end date in sight, just because. 
I gotta get out of the house. I gotta go somewhere. Road trip. So yes, uh, you will see future episodes live from uh, Van Life. I, I don't know exactly how that's gonna work, but uh, hopefully I have enough internet connection. Chris Jordan, you are in charge of pushing the buttons if I get lost. Oh, this yeah, tell me which buttons to push. Like, I can push buttons. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you a link. Yeah. So if the show looks a little different, it's because uh, I've. It's my fault. <laughs> I have uh, packed up like a little mobile version of this studio, and uh, going to take that with me. But yeah, I, that's and that's why I'm still in all of my travel bounce back stocks: Spirit, American hotels, cruises, casinos. I'm still and and I'm up. I'm still up fourteen percent. I thought I got in too early. Apparently, I got in at the right time. Well, but I'm not doubling down. I'm not doing more. I that's the thing. I'm so levered. You know that I'm so levered. I'm closing in on $20 million of margin right now. I have my Bitcoin. Yes. I mean, people are talking about, you know, fiat currency and yeah, another trillion dollars and, you know, stimulus. That's just yeah, obviously that 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 supports the Bitcoin argument, right? Great. Supports it. I'm in both Bitcoin. In fact, I'm going in deeper with a Bitcoin miner. It's private. Uh, I have my travel stocks. I've already added. I already <laughs> I've already tweaked them. I can add more and I probably will, guys. I probably Probably will will add to those recovery stocks slowly more, but I also really like some of the some of the uh, like Amazon. Like Amazon's my biggest decision. I don't want to sell Amazon right here. I don't yeah. want to sell Amazon. I want to hold it for a few more weeks. Okay, so I need to have my Amazon here. I think we are going to have a continued few weeks of rough pandemic, more shutdowns, more people staying at their house, more people ordering Whole Foods uh, delivery, right? All that good stuff. I gotta have my Amazon. I gotta have my recovery stocks and i i want to have you know want to have my bitcoin um i don't know what else to say guys i think i think unless we see bad news in a couple days about this vaccine getting impacted by the new strain in which case all bets are off yeah if that happens that's just i want to make the headline that i'm looking for emergency episode we'll have an we will have a at three in the morning we might be going live with an emergency (laughs) episode if that news comes out and you will see me go into full-fledged panic mode. I don't care if the market opens down 7% or 6%. I will be flushing out so much of these positions, right? I, I will be immediately... Yeah, because I think in your be- position, so super leveraged, you can't actually just go short the market because that is additional leverage, right? You, you'd yeah, be borrowing more money to be able to go short against the SPY or against the... QQQ or something. So you basically have to sell your positions and potentially take short positions on top of that. Yes. Yep. That's yep. a huge move. And I don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, we'll, 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 yeah, but that's, that's what we're watching for. We're, we're basically watching for that headline and I mean, then trying to verify that it came from a reliable source and then placing big trades. I would have to back out of the entire vaccine trade. And by the way, not that the world would end or anything like that. No, but you're but... just too leveraged right now in bounce back stocks that if they took a 15% correction, you would be margin called out of them anyway and have a destroyed. huge problem on your hand. Destroyed. Absolutely destroyed. I'm not going to let that happen. Um, would you be adding to Amazon? I, I, I physically can't, guys. I just can't add any more Amazon. I did add to Amazon. Um, I did add a crazy amount of Amazon. On. I'm actually making some other private investments this week, so I'm going to have to pull my money out of somewhere. I might have to pull out some of my Amazon, just cut, make cuts across the board. 
But um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Th- th- there's the trade, guys. I mean, for me, my trade is pretty much staying exactly where I am. Pretty but much watching exactly this news so. super, super closely. You're not you're not going in hard on stimulus bounce back trades because you already are leveraged for that yeah. move, and you can't go any heavier. And you're not um, selling everything and liquidating in anticipation of uh, the world ending again. No, I, I I think the stimulus hopefully puts a floor on a, um, on how much this market could drop with the exception of news that the new strain is real and would impact our vaccine in a negative way right so you got to realize a trillion dollars is a trillion dollars it's all the it's all you there's no other way to look at it right it's a yep. trillion dollars guys yeah and it's going into the stock market it's going into bitcoin it's going to buy stuff on amazon it's some of it's probably also going to go to planning spring break and travel and whatnot I want when those checks hit, it's a positive. Can't debate that, right? Yeah. Hey, Chris, in the uh, chat, George wants to know will you just sell off the recovery stocks or is it going to be kind of more across the board? No, I wouldn't sell off Amazon in that case because, listen, that's just more more Peloton and more Amazon, right? I mean, <laughs> that, that was I one mean, of the uh, follow up questions. It, what, do you see this as being a, uh, a good thing for Peton? When do you think when do you think that would happen and what and would be great for Peton? I mean, sure Peloton's at an all time high. Today, I think, right? They're like $140. Yeah. Crazy. I think, you know, honestly, I think people overthink how what these small news stories, the impact that they have on Peloton. Peloton's already sold out, what, six, seven weeks out as they have been all year, right? Yeah. They're pretty much selling everything they're able to manufacture. I think if you're looking at Peloton right now, it's not so much, oh, we're in our homes for another 30 days. So buy more Peloton because they're already a couple months out on Peloton orders, right? It's you got to think bigger than that. You're either at this point, at these levels, you're a Peloton, you're in the Peloton cult and you believe that Peloton is taking over the world like I kind of do. Or or, or at these at this point, you're not, you know, maybe selling Peloton here. By the way, there is a point, I want to say this, where I might protect my Peloton position again. And I'm thinking about that right now. I haven't made the As decision it hits yet. all-time highs once again. Yeah, well, I, I just feel like there's a point where the number you know don't you think guys that at some point we're going to start being a little bit more careful we kind of are we're, restaurants are closing down and all this stuff and that's going to start to impact the transmission numbers of the virus and we're going to have less uh positive cases and when you see those cases starting to come down you know again i don't think it should impact peloton i don't think it should have impacted peloton on the way up the last month right yeah, exactly so i don't think it should impact them on the way down but it will it just will right so i I got to get ahead of that, run that scenario, and probably protect my position here in Peloton at some point, these levels. Um, Hal wants to know if uh, we're still in gray television. I am not. We got out a while ago. I'm pretty sure we talked about that uh, during the live stream, which, you know, you miss a minute, you miss a lot. Yeah, because Google um, uh, ended their, uh, what was it? Now you can advertise on Google, right? Yeah, they basically had a moratorium on uh, political advertising or something, um, and they lifted that, and that would affect the television. So uh, that increased the supply. Oh, I do want to talk about something, guys. Oh, I don't know. Maybe tomorrow. Is that startup related? No, Collector's Universe. So Collector's Universe, I don't want to get too into it right now. You know they were potentially acquired. Yeah. Right? The group that is acquiring them is a consortium of investors, uh, including Steve Cohen, who is, you know, one of the most prolific and largest uh, hedge fund investors of our day. Um, 
And these guys have obviously really deep pockets. They're super smart. And there's a bit of controversy that they're not paying enough for Collector's Universe. It's like an insider's deal. Uh, the current board of Collector's Universe doesn't really own enough of Collector's Universe to care. Uh, and that they might not get the vote to approve this acquisition. And if that happens, there have already been some rumblings that they're going to they're gonna lift the offer price from like 75 a share to 80 a share and maybe beyond, right? Certainly, uh, the the acquirers of Collector's Universe have the deep pockets to do that without even thinking twice about it. Um, it, it, I, the, the, I think the thesis here is that there's virtually no downside. That's a thesis to buy Collector's Universe right now uh, and either sell it in the near term at the acquisition price or what would likely be about 8% higher, right? So that's a thesis. It's something I want to look into. I haven't had time to go deep into this analysis yet, but I will over the next day or two. And maybe that's something else that we discuss this week. So, you know, someone just mentioned it. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to it guys also tattooed chef i know we've been like poo-pooing tattoo chef for the past couple months but you know jordan crockett my old roommate who's a member of the community has convinced me to order their spanish rice uh and he's like just 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 order it try it it's like a frozen dish um now i haven't when I try it, we'll, we'll talk about it on the show. So for those of y'all talking about Tattooed Chef, we'll, we'll we'll get on it, okay? And Collector's Universe, same thing. So they're just fro they're like a frozen food company, is it? Yeah, yeah, we talked about this. They're, they are a col they are a wait a minute, not call it cauliflower. Yeah, a cauliflower rice company. So it's like cauliflower dish. They also do cauliflower. Oh, pizza that's right. Process. Yeah, I love I love cauliflower rice and cauliflower pizza. Yeah, so they're they're big in Trader Joe's. Yeah, uh, you know they're they're. I think it's, what, is it Trader Joe's or someplace else? I don't know. No, not Trader Joe's. Sam's Club, excuse me. I think they're big into, at Sam's Club. Mm. They, they have a few places where they distribute. Okay, again, they're so small, it's really difficult to yeah. extract good data on them. Well, we're already in a cauliflower play, Outer Isle. I think they're doing well. Oh, Outer Isles, healing it. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about them. They just sent uh, me an email like a couple, like la the end of last week, I think. They did? I didn't see that. All right, I'll pull it up. Jordan, would you sure. mind ordering, could, could you put this on your grocery list? Can you get the Spanish rice too? Because I feel like you are more, like you're better apt to make an informed, have an informed opinion on how good this stuff is than I yeah, am. Only, yeah, can I just order, um, we're Costco people, so we don't, we're not We're not at Sam's. Uh, it's available well, at no, Costco. No, you just buy this on Amazon. You just get oh, okay. It on, and you you just, you just get it on their website. They, they have you just yeah. order direct from their website, and they just ship it straight. Right, so to yeah, you. Yeah, it's also Costco, some... Walmart, Sam's, and oh, Costco select locations. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, but the the problem, from what I understand, is that they'll have like one skew. Yeah. Like they'll right. have they, like they one probably won't have thing. the Spanish rice. They'll have some other random. And, and, and then it's like sold out or whatever. Yeah. So like I don't really know what's going on with these guys, but I I want I like to get wrap my head around the product, and obviously we'll we'll do some social research on them. it's been. Been, it's been six to eight weeks since I've last done social research on these guys, so I'll, I'll have to tap back into them. Uh, BarkBox is another one we talked about last week. Um, I, I, I do want to look into it because there was a high conviction report in Discord. It's the most recent high conviction report on BarkBox. So, you know, maybe we'll tackle that this week, guys. We, we Are they have, a pre-IPO? 
uh, they are a they're SPAC, a SPAC, I believe. Oh, happening like right now, huh? In the process of happening. So yeah, <sighs> yeah they don't All right. have a chart that I can look up, but they do have um. This is one that I've never signed up for, even though I tend to just buy whatever my dog wants. Maybe I should sign up for it. How do you know what your dog wants? Well, he's just, just parking know. the train. Just at one with the canine uh, mindset. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll have to look into Bark Fox. I think it's a lot of hype. I don't. I don't know. We'll, we'll look into it. Uh, I do want to, I do want to point out uh, one of my favorite new sections uh, that I've just... It's kind of where I start my day in uh, our Discord, which, by the way, if you're not a part of, go to uh, dumbmoney.tv slash Discord, and you can get an invite, and you can join the community. Lots of cool stuff going on. If you head to the... It's in the Everything Else section, and it's the uh, it's a channel called Polls. It's basically just like just little polls of random things and people uh, basically uh, use emojis to vote. But like, which stock do you prefer going into next week? Tesla, Neo, XPEV. Which one is XPEV? I don't know. Or LI. And it looks like uh, everyone's everyone's crazy about Neo right now. Which, with the COVID strain, uh, would you reduce your risk, keep the same level of risk, or add risk? Looks like 19 people are, are doing what we're doing, keeping the same level of risk. What software companies would you prefer to buy more out of these? D-Dog, Crowd, or DocuSign? DocuSign is a uh, is a favorite in our poll. So I just... CrowdStrike is a... Man, that, that's a missed opportunity right there. Love CrowdStrike. Um, are you in it? By the I'm way... Not. No, man, that's what I'm saying. I missed out on it. It's a bummer. People are asking about a firm. Man, what a, what a super simple genius little concept that they've got what a great little company also Just, guys uh, people, IPO, though. people want us to talk about a firm uh it's the lending platform i'm not prepared to talk about a firm that they were supposed to ipo they delayed yeah. their ipo kind of like roblox did which yeah. is really weird these companies are delaying their ipos like i know roblox delayed because they were concerned that their employees who they allow to sell shares at the ipo price would get upset if the i this is, makes no sense to me would get upset if the IPO popped and was up 100% and then they underpriced it because the market was too hot and they wanted to be able to price it. Or do they have to liquidate? No, of course they have a choice. Yeah, They definitely have a choice. Um, But the problem is usually, Jordan, I think if you don't liquidate at the IPO price, then you have to wait. You know, you have to wait. Oh, you have to wait for six months? Six six months. So listen, I I guess I don't blame, I don't blame some of these guys of wanting to get better IPO pricing, have a better way to gauge, you know, IPO demand. Yeah, it's probably they were probably they probably just put that out there about the employees as a press release or, or some leaked that out. But the reality is it probably was less about the employees and more about management and a few key shareholders that want to maximize, right. <laughs> maximize the IPO price. Right. No. You know, does anybody really make uh, this, those decisions for your employees? I, I'd like to think that they do. But having spent a lot, of, you know, good part of my career in that world, I know that it doesn't it's not really the driving force. No, the driving uh, force is <laughs> they don't want to see it jump up and them leave money on the table because people were willing to on day one spend way yeah. more for that stock. I mean, I mean, DoorDash and yeah. uh, Airbnb are great examples of how how they mitigated that by having this like last minute auction that those went way higher than they would have if they had just priced the offering the old fashioned way and said, "Here you go. Does anyone want it?" That hybrid auction was, uh, and and I think that, that we're just going to see more of that. Yeah, which is kind of what we're talking about tomorrow. All these companies that we want to get into before the IPO. 
and how they're, they're going to get priced. Why don't we throw on a, cu- a couple of these uh, IPO companies on tomorrow's episodes too? Like we'll talk, we'll address a firm. You know, we'll talk about Roblox. So we'll talk about pre-IPO companies, but we'll also discuss some of the upcoming IPOs that we'll have to make a decision to participate in or not at yeah. on IPO day. On IPO day, if we companies. can get some shares in advance, and then the the kind of the ones I'm most interested in are kind of the industry leaders that have not yet filed for their IPO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, or if they filed. That's okay because there's still an opportunity usually to get in if we if we if we hurry up. Uh, it's definitely possible. Um, that's it, guys. I think I think we covered a lot. We have a big show tomorrow. I do want to prepare for that, guys. It, it's and where she goes wants to know what is the final topic for tomorrow. It's all about IPOs. And, and not just IPOs. It's about 2021, how we plan to get in these pre-IPO mega caps prior to the IPO price, right? So in a lot of these deals, if we can get in prior to the IPO pricing, we could be in for a two to three extra just just, just mechanically, right? Just as a mechanical uh, risk taking that the market won't fall apart and these IPOs will come to fruition and that we will still have a healthy IPO market in 2021. I believe that's a reality. And that if we pick the right one, there should just be some natural lift there, right? So I think I think we have a shot at some two to three extras next year. We can throw some big money in at it. And I think that's the easy, maybe it might be some of the easiest money to make in 2021, guys, other than our recovery stocks. I really believe that. I really do. Because we're going to have going, more going back and to the basics. more. Yeah, more retail investors that are looking to get in early. Early to them is IPO day, right? Early for us is before the IPO prices. So it's an it's you know it's, it's a mechanical arbitrage uh, event for us. So I think we've had good success in the past doing this with just about every single transaction we've gotten into pre-IPO, with the exception of WeWork. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That one didn't work out so well. Yeah, did not did not work out so well. <laughs> I'm still in several though that have not yet indicated any uh, IPO. So we can talk. Dave, what do two. you say? What do you say we try to actually make this cut it under our sixty-minute time, like we've been trying to do all month? We're going to do and it, actually, and we already have people thanking us for doing a short show because right. already you've hinted multiple times that we're wrapping it up, <laughs> and we're going to actually wrap it up now. Thank you guys so much for watching. Do all the things, like all the buttons. If you haven't uh, smashed that button, uh, you know we'd really appreciate that. Um, say hi to us in the comments if you're watching the replay of this. If you um, are out and about and like to get your dumb money fix, we're on a podcast. This exact show in slightly time condensed format is on your uh, favorite podcasting platform instagram twitter uh tiktok we are everywhere you want to be thanks so much for watching we're dumb money we will see you here tomorrow <sighs>